you know what that sound means? It's now streaming. Now you gotta ask yourself, did I watch three movies or four? Welcome to Now Streaming. Now Streaming on Now Streaming, where we learn what we are now streaming. I got you for 15 minutes. We're streaming along because it's now streaming time. Anchor has given Davi a penny. It TPYD is a free podcast. This week on Now Streaming. Welcome to this week's episode of Not the Podcast You Deserve. I'm one of your hosts, Kyle, along with Drew with a U. Hey, that's me. And we are joined again tonight by guest host Austin Chandler. Austin, how are we doing, man? I am so good. I'm ready. You're ready. Good. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's been a while since I've gotten a chance to talk with you guys about movies and stuff. Um, and I've watched a lot recently. I wanted to throw a couple at y'all. Um, have you all watched Murderville on Netflix? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. So I was... So improv, like, makes me uncomfortable. Like, <laughs> whose line is it anyways? Like, kind of... Like, I can kind of get through those, but even still, sometimes I kind of, like... I get, like, tense just because I'm like, please don't mess it up. But right. I think um, I had a traumatic improv experience mm-hmm. um, as, like, a seventh grader in seventh grade drama class. That'll and I, I think... I just had, I think it was just so bad, and, and then it's just like I, I never want to be in this, uh, this, um, <laughs> I never want to be in this vicinity again of anything where hey. people don't know what to say and when to say it. You know, Kyle, um, it's yeah. not your fault. <laughs> thank it's you, fault. thank you. Kyle, so I was super not like fault. not. Yes, thank you, thank you. So, but I was like super like nervous going into murder because I was like, I think this is either going to be awesome or. It's gonna make me want to kill myself, yeah, and I love yeah. it. And I, I absolutely loved it. I, I finished it all, I guess, last night. I finished the last one. Um, but it, have you all been watching? And which one was your favorite episode? Yes, and I think anybody who doesn't say the Marshawn Lynch episode is wrong. <laughs> yes, because that was incredible. And like I, the one thing I will say about uh, Murderville is that I was surprised on which guest stars I really liked and which ones I was like, oh, man. That's interesting because I have only seen one and I didn't watch more because I didn't really like the one with Conan that much. And I, I love Conan most of the time. So I was kind of like, so oh, my- I guess it's not for me. Yeah, that's wild because I loved the Marshawn Lynch one. Ken Jong was great. Mm-hmm. And I thought Sharon Stone's episode was yeah. maybe my favorite. She was awesome. Really? Okay. Um, but I think that Conan was whatever. Kumail really disappointed me. I thought he'd be funnier. Mm. And then uh, the girl from Schitt's Creek. Um, that's tough. I, w- I looked up her IMDb page earlier to make sure ah. I wouldn't mess this up. <laughs> and here I am. Uh, like I don't think she was funny Annie. at all. Annie, McF- Annie Murphy. Annie Murphy. Annie Murphy. 98% sure that's her. She, I didn't think her episode was funny at all. Yeah. Uh, but I loved those other three. And it was just fun. It's... It is. Uh, it's a good time, and I don't know how they pull that off, but I do like how like you can tell that like they they definitely had. It's a show with a budget. Um, they didn't spend any of their budget on writing, obviously. But, like, <laughs> the same set that acts as like a house living room is also the same set as the like yoga class that they go to <laughs> in that episode of Sharon Stone, and it's the same yeah. uh, as like the basement when they go and see the guy in I think. Uh, I think in Kumail's episode, but it's like you can tell, like okay, mm-hmm. it's like SNL kind of. They don't have SNL money even 
they have they have five or six sets and they're using the most of their money to put famous people on screen with Hillary. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I really enjoyed Murderville. I thought it was great. And I'm, I'm excited to see what they do with that going forward. And then I finally got around to seeing Nobody, which is the Bob Odenkirk, John Wick movie, uh, basically. The best movie of the last five years. Dude, okay, that's. I really wish I had seen this before I had said The Harder They Fall was the best movie of 2021. Wow, because wow. It was up there for me. It was awesome. Um, I thought this movie was better than John Wick. I agree. Up until 100%. the oh. car chase scene. Once the car chase scene hit, I was like, come on, no. Yeah, yeah that was tough. <laughs> I have a, I don't like car chase scenes. It takes me right out of a movie real quick. And uh, But up until that point, I was like, I think this is better than John Wick. Wow. Uh, I, I agree. Really, really I thought the that. choreography was a lot more like, vi- like, uh, kind of vivid. Like it was very like it felt like he was he's getting it felt punched. brutal. Like he yes. is getting punched. <laughs> um, and I lo- I loved it. I thought it was really good. I I didn't mind the car chase, so I I did think it was better than John Wick, just because I I found the character more interesting. Of like, what Wild. what on earth? Like this yeah. this guy who just works at this like warehouse or, or manufacturing plant or whatever that place was, and and mm-hmm. is also a uh, spy from not present day. Seems to be seems to have worked in the twenties. Uh, he's got like a radio. <laughs> That that plays jazz music and then he communicates through it, uh, but it was great. Yeah, I love that movie. Jerome, did you catch that one? No, I have no idea what you're talking about. No, I, I oh. know the I know of the movie, but oh, okay. the jazz radio part, I was like, oh, I, I don't know how to. You'll see. Relate to this, okay? <laughs> I really like that one. Um, but those were the two main ones that I was fired up to talk about. Um, maybe because. I thought one might have been the best movie of the year, and the other one maybe got me over my fear of improv and being in a being in an unsafe place where you don't know what to say. Well, uh, Drew Allen, what have you been watching, man? As somebody who's gone in on a podcast with you for sixty some <laughs> odd episodes, it's nice to hear that you're now comfortable riffing. <laughs> yeah, we took this. It was because of you. It was, uh, <laughs> it was this what we're doing now. All right, um, I watch. Well, you know what? I think I watched every single movie I hadn't seen. Uh, in my life, so just go ahead, name a movie, Kyle. I'll tell you if I top watched. three. Yeah, just could name one, anyone. The Departed. Ah, okay, not that one. Name one other one. How about you just tell me what you did watch? Ah, ah. Austin, go for one. Ex Machina. Man, okay, so I, there's a lot of movies out there. So I didn't, I didn't watch everyone, but what I did watch was if I told you that I watched a movie from your childhood, Kyle, in which Tiffany thought Jason Bateman was in it. And it starred a young Michael Shannon. Uh, Let's see here. Who else? And a CGI kangaroo. Would you be able to guess what movie I watched? Kangaroo Jack. Yes. Kangaroo Kangaroo Jack with Chris O'Donnell. No, that wasn't Chris O'Donnell. It's the other guy who looks like Chris O'Donnell. Like Chris Connor or or something like that? Yeah. The the other guy's funny, though. Wow, it's been forever since I watched Kangaroo Jack. The other day I was watching... uh, The the other day I was watching the Super Bowl halftime show, and uh, during one of the songs, uh, my wife turns to me and says... This song makes me want to watch Kangaroo Jack. <laughs> I don't. Oh, was it? I've never it seen. Was it Africa? Film. No, no, it wasn't Africa. That would have been oh, cool if Snoop Dogg, Snoop Dogg's cover yes. of Africa. I would have. I would have paid a lot of money. 
Jerry O'Connell is his name. And then Anthony Anderson is great in that movie, too. Yes, Christopher yes. Walken is in it. Holy cow. And Estella yeah. Warren, what happened to her? Tiffany was, she was like, so she great. was the biggest thing for her growing up. I was like, yeah. like she wanted to be her. Um, but no, that was a, it was a fun movie. Like, it's definitely a very... Wait, you had never seen it? No, I, I I watched it on TV. Like, it was not oh, like yeah. we rented this movie and made a big deal out of it. But I enjoyed it, and I'd forgotten about it, and it was a fun watch. And then, uh, from there, we go on to my classic of the week. My classic movie I'd never seen. And this is thanks to, Kyle, your recommendation of The Movies That Made Us, uh, which is a great little docuseries uh, explaining how movies got made or almost didn't get made, all the famous ones. And I had not seen RoboCop, which is on season three of that show. Oh, wow. The Paul Verhoeven RoboCop. Season three of... Of the movies that made us. Yes, yes. I yes, thought yes. there might be like a possibly like a Netflix series called RoboCop, and you you got the real wrong message <laughs> of what you should watch. Okay, that makes sense. I wouldn't put it past him, but uh, yes, no. I watched the original one with Peter Weller and Kurtwood Smith, who I could not see as Red in any other thing. So I have to think that he Kurtwood must have been young. Me and Kurtwood, we're, we're on a first name basis, but uh, Kurt would have been like thirty in his 30s when this movie was filmed, and he looks just as old as he does <laughs> when he plays Red Foreman in that 70s show. Like, he was forever 45 or 50. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, but that was a good movie. I, I enjoyed it. It it was kind of what I was expecting. Like, it's, it's one of those movies that was kind of politically dealing with, oh, action movies are super violent, and so it was, it was very violent, but a good watch, and I enjoyed it, and I felt uh, I felt a sense of pride that I had added that to my list of movies I'd seen. So if you have Amazon Prime, it's free on that right now. It's been forever since I've seen RoboCop. Yeah, I'd say walk, don't crawl to your couch, and turn that on. <laughs> uh, the other... I have like a, a, a duo, not quite a mirror movie duo, but it was two movies I had never heard of. That I was just scrolling through the streaming uh, streamosphere. One was on HBO Max. One was on Netflix. The HBO Max one, which was the one I thought was a better version of the movie, was "This Is Where I Leave You." Have y'all heard about this movie? Because I had yes. not. Yeah. I okay. Read the you book. had. Oh no! Oh okay. no! I didn't read the book. I didn't read the book, but I've heard of the movie. I was thinking of a different <laughs> movie. <laughs> it is based on a book, so I, I, I had believed you. But it stars actual Jason Bateman. <laughs> Tina Fey, Adam Driver, Rose Byrne, Katherine Hahn, Connie Britton, Timothy Oliphant, Dax Shepard, Jane Fonda, Corey Stahl, oh, wow. Ben Schwartz. I mean, this, it has everybody, and I had never heard of it. Hmm. And it was really good. It was like a whole season of This Is Us in one movie. <laughs> like, this and the next movie are comedies that are based around families that are having a tough time relating and they go through a bunch of like serious stuff but also have a comedy kind of overtone throughout it all and the characters grow a bunch and it was so interesting that this was such a all-star cast and a good movie that I enjoyed that I'd never heard of. It came out like 2014 so I don't know what it was competing against that it got just fell through the cracks. But it's on HBO Max, so if you have that, I'd say go out and watch it. Adam Driver 
I'll, I think steals the show because uh, he plays the young kind of idiot brother and I don't know he's just so interesting how he plays that and it, it it's he, he is just hilarious and Jason Bateman is the guy you want to play as the guy just taking you through a story mm-hmm. of crazy characters and so it was just really really well done almost like perfectly casted movie what was the mirror to that film the other one was Our Idiot Brother with uh, uh, have you seen this really? one I have yes, seen yes. one. I thought it was nice. Yeah, it was good. And, like, I, I also really enjoyed it. And had I not watched it kind of right next to This Is Where I Leave You, I think I would have had a lot higher praise for it. But um, it, it just was kind of a, a little bit smaller, a little bit schmaltzier version of kind of the same flavor of movie. But it has an amazing cast as well with Elizabeth, ba- Elizabeth Banks, Zoe Deschanel, like Paul Rudd, we said, Adam Scott. Rashida Jones and uh, have also Catherine Hahn. So I had a Catherine Hahn <laughs> montage this weekend, which I'm not upset about. Yeah, and uh, T.J. Miller in a cameo role. But that was also a really fun movie about a also a kind of uh, screw up of a young brother. But this one's more from his perspective and how he kind of saves his sisters from success. <laughs> I don't really know what the the message of the movie was but um it was really fun and a, a, just a good soul of a movie i had one other one which the king's man is now on hbo max have y'all got a chance oh, to watch no, the I new the king's man okay the prequel to the kingsman yes and the uh, kingsman 2 so what what yes to, to both of those uh <laughs> it was <laughs> it wasn't just a prequel to one but have have y'all watched the Kingsman movies? Like, what what are y'all's thoughts? On I've those? seen the Kingsman and the Kingsman Two, and they're both great. And okay, and I want to say it's Matthew Vaughn. Matthew Vaughn. Yes, yes, it is. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it, those are really well filmed movies, but I'm not their biggest fan. Like, I really oh. enjoyed a lot. Like, all of the action scenes are incredible. The choreography is incredible. It's filmed beautifully. But for me, it seems like a James Bond movie for 14-year-olds that was written by 12-year-olds. Um, I think that's the way I like it. So. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. That's the it's appeal. Right. That's you hit the nail spot. on the head about what those movies are. <laughs> okay. Um, so what I think the issue with this one, and I should have said earlier on that the King, I was I am a not a huge fan of the first two, but I did not like this new prequel. Because they try to do that vibe while also making it a war period, like, epic. And those two, like, mashup doesn't really work. It's like they highlight they, the things that are wrong with them because they, like, try to make this war World, World War I movie about oh, okay. real-life characters. And they have, like, Rasputin as a, as a character in the movie, Lenin, uh, a couple, like real life people and then they have them like Kingsman level comedy slapstick silliness and they, the, the vibes just don't mesh well together huh That's interesting mm-hmm. I uh I, I think I'm gonna watch that as soon as we finish recording okay I think, I think Bro- I'm gonna watch that <laughs> I didn't realize it was already out I'm yeah. fired up I would love I'd love to hear your take on it and just be prepared for a very intimate scene between Rasputin's mouth and Ray finds his upper thigh wound 
Um, I don't know how to prepare you any more for that, but you're going to need preparation. I hope that was plenty. I really do. It's graphic. And the level that Kingsman loves to go to for like one scene in their movies. But yeah, those are those are the, that's the extent of my uh, now streaming this week. Austin, I'm looking forward to that. I really, really am. Austin, what have you been streaming, man? I've uh, I've watched five movies since the last time we spoke. <laughs> okay. I, uh, I like that you're keeping track now. This is great. I have my I have my list pulled up, and I, I have I've given my first five star and my first one star of the new year. Oh, wow! Since wow. I saw yeah. you last. Um, my first. Five star was uh, Jackass Forever, a, a, a modern <laughs> masterpiece. Um, it's so funny, so good. Everybody seemed to be just having a great time, and the pranks were all very clever and well done. Correct me if I'm wrong. That's written by Aaron Sorkin and directed by Martin. He Scorsese. did not write it, but he he was a consultant on that. <laughs> oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, uh, Martin how, Scorsese how many... said. Marty said uh, that he. He couldn't direct it because he couldn't do it as good as Jeff Tremaine, the director of Jackass. <laughs> okay. So, I I just it was a it was just it was just great. All the all the pranks were like very uh, well thought out. There's one where they bring people into a room with what they think is a live snake, but then they turn the lights off and the uh, they lock the door from the inside. And Johnny Knoxville just looks straight to a night vision camera and goes, "I'm Johnny Knoxville. Welcome to hell." And I just. <laughs> my whole body uh, was on fire. I was so excited, and it was it was great. And uh, my first one star of the year was maybe deserving of five stars when it came to how good of a time I had watching it, which is uh, Moonfall, starring Patrick Wilson and uh, oh, and Halle Berry. That looks terrible. It is okay. I saw someone talking about I. This is a kind of a paraphrase on someone talking about this movie but they said something about how they hate it when people classify movies as like oh it's a great turn off your brain film because they were like this movie is the opposite this movie turn on your brain and hang out with your friends and cackle at how ludicrous this movie is um it is insane it is insane i okay i'm in i'm gonna watch it now i'm fired up yeah, I, and I, I, I saw like two previous, and I was like, "This looks terrible." There's no <laughs> if you if you see it with the right people, you're gonna have the best night of your life. If you see it alone, you're gonna hate yourself. It's so bad. Um, but if you oh, see wow. it with if you see it with people who are willing to laugh and have a good time watching a terrible film, it's it's that level of like. Because I feel like some people call them like so bad it's good, but I never. Yeah. I just to me, I'm like it's good. Like if it's so bad, it's good. <laughs> it's, it's We're good. gonna talk about some so bad they're good horror movies in the next episode. We absolutely will. We absolutely <laughs> will. But this movie was so bad, and it it, it wasn't good at all. But the experience <laughs> of watching it was hilarious and uh, fantastic. I loved it. At one point, um, what is his name? Sam? Sam from Game of Thrones. Uh, Jon Snow's oh, yeah. buddy. He's in that mm. movie. And at one point, uh, a scientist says, the moon is falling faster than we're, we expected it to. And Sam from Game of Thrones turns and goes, you don't understand. The moon is a megastructure. Throw your rules out the window. And... What is that? What? Okay. It was amazing. It was amazing. Dude, yes. Yeah. I can't wait. And I also watched two documentaries. Uh, Netflix has The Alpinist, which is about a free soloer who, I don't know if you ever watched Free Solo a couple years ago. No, I didn't. Should I have? 
It's fine. It's a good. It's it's good. It's about like one of the best uh, climbers in the world. But this one was also about a good climber. And I watched it while I worked, and uh, that's what you want. And I watched the Queen of the Queen of Versailles on Hulu. Okay, um, that is a documentary about this super rich family who they started filming in like 2007 because they were building the biggest house in America. It had like 50 bathrooms, 10 kitchens, like private. Oh, wow private residences for all the like staff and then the financial crisis happened as they were filming it and so the company lost all its money they couldn't oh. they couldn't finish the house or sell the house because who's gonna buy a 100 million dollar house that's not finished and yeah. uh so they got real lucky on the timing of making their documentary um but it was very interesting and fun and i watched batman begins again so, oh, <laughs> classic. That movie holds up. Now, on this viewing of this movie, everybody likes to say The Dark Knight is the best of that trilogy and maybe of all movies. I kind of still think Batman Begins is, like, perfect. Like, better. I, I think it has a lot of... I don't know. I think it's hard to view The Dark Knight as the best one if you haven't seen Batman Begins. Because I do think that, like... Sure. The Joker, as as like anyone who loves Batman knows, the Joker's whole thing is that he's like challenging who Batman is uh, identity wise. But I feel like you don't really get that much identity in The Dark Knight. It's Batman Begins where you get like a much more interesting and kind of, I feel like just a more elaborate explanation of why Batman does what he does. Because in a lot of movies mm-hmm. he's just like, I never kill, but I will kill. Uh, <laughs> But uh, <laughs> when convenient for the plot, I will do it. I I just the there's so many times where Batman punches someone, and I'm like, that man is dead. He just got <laughs> there. Um, well, my thing, it's like I'm the world's greatest detective that's uh, going to punch every single person I come into contact with. Like that's how he solves he solves crimes through his fists. I don't know. I think it's funny. Yeah, it's very much. I'm the world's greatest detective, and and. How am I gonna? Why am I the world's greatest detective? I'm the strongest. I'm, I'm, the, I'm the best at beating my witnesses and victims until they tell me what I need to know. Um. So yeah, Batman Begins is awesome. I love that movie, and I had a great time. Oh, oh, yeah, nice. That's no, it. yeah, do you, no, don't kick it to me. That's fine. No, no, I'll kick it to myself. It's good. I don't know how uh, to do this. <laughs> you said I was listen. a guest. Listen. <laughs> Watch Murderville and get some improv tips from Will Arnett. <laughs> yeah. And then I think you're going to be a whole lot more comfortable on Have you all ever seen was... Middle Ditch and Schwartz? That's another good dad. Oh, I got like seven minutes into that and I'm peaced. It made me really? too uncomfortable. That one yeah. is so funny once you get I into know. it. It is hilarious. That made me so uncomfortable. I couldn't stand it. Wow. I liked yeah. like... The, there's like two or three episodes. I remember liking yeah. the first one a lot and then the other couple being like... Ooh, I'm glad y'all filmed a few. <laughs> There's definitely weaker ones, but there was... I, I don't think it was the first one. It might have been the second one where I really was just, like, losing my mind at the directions mm. they were taking the story and stuff. So... I'm going to have to... No, I was about to lie. Be like, oh, I'm going to have to check that out. It's like, <laughs> I will not go back to that, so... Great. I'm not going to check that one out. Mm-hmm. Great recommendations, guys. Great recommendations. Go out and watch them. And if you have enjoyed any of our recommendations, would like to tell us what you thought of those movies, or we helped you find a great movie, we'd love to hear about it. 
And you can tweet out to us at NTPYD Podcast on Twitter or email us at NTPYD Podcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you for joining us today. And as always, we've been your hosts of Not the Podcast You Deserve. <laughs>